uh, but, uh, I got something I want to speak, and uh, uh, I'm going to be focusing this message tonight primarily to those that are, un- uh, are under the age of, of who are 30 years old and under. Uh, this is a youth service, and um, God has given me a word I want to talk to uh, to the younger part of our congregation. We're going to be reading a scripture in First Timothy chapter four, verses twelve through sixteen. Uh, I have preached to many of youth services and had a many a many of youth revivals all over this country back when I was a youth. Hallelujah! And so. Uh, there's several places in the Word that God has given me uh, to speak to uh, young people because back in the day, I mean, I did a lot of it. And uh, God placed this Scripture and brought this script, Scripture to my remembrance to deliver uh, tonight. First Timothy chapter 4, verses 12 through 16. Let no one despise your youth. But be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the eldership or presbyter. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Lord, as we come tonight, we come humbly before your throne, asking God that you will speak to us one more time tonight. And I pray especially for the hearts of the younger ears that are here tonight that you will get a hold of them and grasp them, Lord, because there is definitely a place and a work that you have ordained for them in your kingdom. I pray, God, that you will speak to us all. Let us all experience your spirit tonight. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. As I said a few minutes ago, I'm going to focus the majority of this message to those who are the younger part of our congregation. Now, um, eight different age groups are scattered all over the house tonight. Normally, we got, we usually most of the time have all of our younger ones up front, but everybody just kind of scattered out tonight. And uh, I just want you to give Pastor your attention as much as possible, even our younger ones that are here tonight, uh, try to hold on and not get sleepy and lay down and go to sleep. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't want to be like one one pastor one time who was trying to preach on Sunday morning. And uh, an elderly brother and his wife sitting right on the front pew, man, he just kicked back and stretched out his legs. And that preacher was preaching, <laughs> preaching away. And about that time, the preacher heard somebody go, <laughs> 
<laughs> right when he thought he was going to get an amen, he got a... <laughs> and he got to going again. By the time he thought it was about time for an amen, he heard a... <laughs> Finally, he'd stop and he looked down at that lady. He, says, he said, Sister, said, would you please punch your husband and wake him up? She looked at him. She looked at her husband, looked back up at the preacher. says, you wake him up. You don't want to put him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ouch. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Um, there's many things where the devil seeks to try to steal a lot of things in all our lives, and we all understand that. But the devil works harder towards the youth than he does anybody else. My hardest time in my Christian walk and being a preacher was back when I was younger. Especially when I was a teenager, still in high school, trying to uh, uh, get my feet wet and preaching revivals and stuff. Those days was the most difficult time in my life. The devil... He does everything. Now, I know some of us now who have who've gotten a little bit older and we've, we've been, been a few miles down the trail, we still think about it, talk about how the devil um, fights us. But I'm going to tell you something. He puts more effort and he, he, he attacks with all his imps, the younger, more than any other thing. And, uh, and so bear with me tonight, uh, everybody else. The rest of us have already had the benefits of being young with all the energy and enthusiasm that comes with it. Some of us are so old, we don't forgot the enthusiasm that we used to have. We don't, not only do we not have it no more, we don't have the zeal no more, we don't forgot about ever having it. Hello. That's why this pastor is going to keep running as long as I possibly can. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I don't, I, I don't want to forget it. Hallelujah. I want to hang on to it as long as I'm physically able. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to hang on to it. I appreciate the energy of the youth. Man, hallelujah. I, I know some of y'all know what I'm talking about. I mean, you look at some of these kids running around here, and, you, and, I, I, and I hear you sometimes saying, man, I wish I had half their energy. Hallelujah. Well, young people, I want you to know if you could ever figure out how to how to channel that energy and 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 get a hold of it and put a rein on it like you do a bridle like you do a horse and use it. There ain't no telling what you can do for God. The problem is, younger people don't make the same mistakes that we, the rest of us, has already made. Because unfortunately, the majority of us. Hallelujah. And uh, young people, y'all going to sit back for a few minutes and just, just enjoy me getting on the old, old ones, folks. But everybody in the house that's 30 years old or older, I'm going lift, to lift your right hand. Everybody who's 30 years old or older, lift your hand. Hallelujah. Get, keep that hand up, Dallas. Hallelujah. Now, see, that's, that's the majority. But, but younger people, I want you to look around. Of all of us that's got our hands raised up, because 
Everybody that's got their hands raised up, the majority of them wasted more of their younger years on things which makes you to live out your older years in pain and regret. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can put your hand. As, as one fellow said, I, if I knew I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. <laughs> Hello, glory. As Brother Carl said, it's the truth anyhow. Hallelujah. Amen. The majority, we waste our youth on silly things. Things that don't amount to a hill of beans, as my grandma used to say. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a shame that we have to wait till we get so old and half senile before we realize how much stuff we waste. Glory to God. Amen. Now, I know and realize there's, there's nobody in the house tonight that would consider yourself a, a, a wealthy person. But I want you to stop and think right now. If you could just go back right now, everybody in here uh, that's in that same age bracket that, that raised your hand, you, if you, could, you, you know by beyond a shout out, you, you would say that if I could go back to the point that where I was 18 years old, amen, and start then, and knowing what I know now, I, 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 would, I would be driving a Cadillac right now, hallelujah, living in a fine home, and would be having no problems. Because every one of us have, have wasted and blown and shot up the best part of our life. And I know I'm preaching truth. But youth, you don't have to, you don't have to walk that same walk. There's a way that you can break free of that thing it seemingly gets a hold of all of us when we're young. Hallelujah. Amen. If I can reach the younger here tonight, maybe, just maybe, you can turn the mistakes of the previous generation around to where your children, which are yet to be born, will have an opportunity also to enjoy the blessings of God in this country. Because the way it's going right now, you young people that's going to have children that are yet to be born, they won't have the blessings of America that everybody in the former generation has had. It's going to hell in a handbasket. And I'm sorry, younger people, what we have left to you I'm sorry what it seems like that people in Washington are trying to, to leave to the younger people. Hallelujah. But I want you to know, if we have America in the future, amen, that looks any kind of way like it has been in the past, then it's going to be the youth to turn this thing around. Hallelujah. We done lost it. My generation has lost it. you got an opportunity in your hands. Young people are here tonight because you've got the power of the Almighty God, the Holy Ghost in filling, hallelujah, that if you will walk with God, there is nothing that He wouldn't do for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I know I've seen it in my day. God is a God. God hallelujah. The things that God did. Amen. What I was walking for Him and what I was trying to serve Him, it simply amazed me. I'm here to tell you, you tonight, go 
river on dry ground. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil put a, something in here and they say it's far-fetched. Hey, I was looking at some old pictures of Nashville a couple of weeks ago. The last time at the Cumberland River froze over. Some of them say, you mean froze? What do you mean froze over? January the 14th, 1940, I, I, I was looking at pictures from the other day of people right down here, right, right to below uh, where Shelby Street Bridge is. Where, uh, that's just a walkway street now. But, man, they were, they were 50 or 60 people walking across the Cumberland River from, uh, from the uh, city side over towards like the, where the football stadium is, walking across it. Hallelujah. Now, that's, uh, that's amazing. Hallelujah. But you know what would be more amazing? Hallelujah. Some Holy Ghost field people just go down. Young people just go down there and just say, God, just part these waters so God's people can go across on dry ground. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm saying that, young people, just to get, you, get, get your excitement turned up. Hallelujah. Because God has promised. Somebody's quoted it here tonight. I was sitting over in here. I, I don't know who did it. But God has said that the glory of the latter house is going to be greater than, than the former. Hallelujah. And, and look, look at how we're seeing the Holy Ghost already poured out right now. It's easier right now. And, and I talked to Brother Meek uh, Saturday night, and he agreed with me. He's been in it longer than I have. And it has never been this easy for people, amen, to receive the Holy Ghost is what is happening right now. Because we're in the end time. God's getting His church ready. And young people, you're sit to where you can do some mighty things for God. Hallelujah. Some mighty things. Timothy was a young man in his 20s when Paul trained him and handed over to his care some of the work which Paul himself had begun. Can you imagine? Now think about this now. Can you imagine how Timothy had to have felt having to step in the shoes of somebody like the Apostle Paul? Hallelujah. I've been in meetings where there'd be one preacher after another, and I've heard sometimes preachers get up and say, man, I sure hate to have to follow something like that. <laughs> Glory. Well, stop and think about it. How, how would you like, amen, to have to step in the footprints of somebody like the Apostle Paul? Hallelujah. Timothy had to do that. He had to do that. But he was able to do it because he followed Paul's precepts of how a young Christian should live his life, and he, sh and, and he didn't waver from the task. He never wavered from the task. Now, there, there, are, there are six precepts here that I've read in our, in our Scripture, and I'm going I'm, I'm I'm to talk about them just a little bit briefly, one by one. And listen close. Um, young people, younger people out here tonight, the first thing that he said, he says, let no man despise you because you're young. Now, what he meant by that is 
don't let nobody disrespect you and what you're trying to do for God just simply because you might be the new kid on the block. Hallelujah. Now, Brother Kenneth back there might think, you know, he is uh, and figures, you know, that he's uh, uh, a babe in Christ, and, and, and he is. He, he, he was born today by the Spirit. But you know what? The Holy Ghost that I have within me is no different than the Holy Ghost he has within him. And Brother Bobby, God can use him just as much as he can use me. And if this man gets up and does something or says something in the house of God or, or anywhere that he feels that the Holy Ghost is speaking to him and telling him to do, hallelujah, nobody else should disrespect him just because, well, I've been serving a lot longer than what he has. Hello, somebody. Let no man despise your youth. If you've got, you got a call of God on your life and you've got to burn it in your heart to do something for God, don't let nobody take advantage of you just because you're young. Hallelujah. There's, there, there's, there's, there's something else that the Holy Ghost got when they received the Holy Ghost other than tongues. And if you go back and you read the example, you'll find out that the Bible says they spoke the Word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. Get some Holy Ghost boldness in you. Don't be afraid and don't be ashamed to talk to your classmates and your friends about this truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't, 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 don't let it concern you whatsoever. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Ghost use you in boldness because it's going to take some boldness to get the job done today. It's going to take some boldness. He said, let no man despise your youth. If you're going to, if you, if you're going to do something for God. And, and, and one, one other writer, uh, amen, uh, told us that, that, we sh- that, that we should follow the Creator in the days of our youth. God can use your mower right now. They can use you at any time in your life. Hallelujah. God can get more out of you, more from you. Make you a greater vessel than any other time in your life. Then he says, live as an example to others. He said, let no man despise your youth, but be an example to the believers. Notice this. In word, hey, just because all the teenagers are out there talking trash, don't need you need to be joining in with them. Hallelujah. You're going to be going out there just to, just to make yourself popular, get out there and talk as much trash and talk as much smack as all the rest of them does. God expects you to be an example in your word. That means what comes out of your mouth. I understand and realize a lot of us olders hadn't been a good example sometime of doing that. Hallelujah. Sometimes the older ones, amen, run their mouth off when they got younger people around when they should be biting their tongue. Hallelujah. For you th- how you think Junior learned to talk like that because he heard Mom and Dad talk that way. Hello, somebody. I read, I read something the, you know, not, not too long ago that said 72% of kids that are on drugs today, mainlining, doing heroin and everything else, got started on drugs by sneaking in the, in the cabinet and home. Hello, somebody. Glory to God. Amen. Come on now. Praise the Lord. So, but young people, 
don't let nobody disrespect you because you're young, but be an example in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Hallelujah. Determine that you're going to be an example. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We wouldn't be having the, having the word about teenage girls, amen, having abortions, amen, if, if, if we would go back to the principles, amen, to understand that God expects people, men and women, to live their life in purity. Sex is a beautiful thing. It's something that God gave as a gift to man, but only in the confines of marriage. My Bible's still got the word fornication in it all through it. But you know what? You don't hear it taught about no more. You don't have it preached no more. Because two-thirds of a lot of churches are, are involved in it, including a lot of the preachers. And, 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 and let me get plain just a little bit. If you, if you don't understand what fornication is, fornication is having sexual relations with somebody, not being married to them. And the Bible says no fornicator shall have any part in the kingdom of heaven. If you go out and you have sex with somebody, not married to them, and you die before you get a chance to ask God forgive you, you're going to be lost. I don't care how much you've talked in tongues. Don't let the devil deceive you. Oh, God, God, God loves you, and God's got mercy. Yeah, He loves you, and He's a merciful God, but He expects us to follow His Word, and He says His love would even take us to judgment. He said, youth, Timothy, young people, you be an example in purity. You can make a decision that you're going to keep yourself for God. You're going to walk holy. Just because this one's doing it and that one's doing it don't mean you've got to do it. Hallelujah. We don't have to have all of these diseases that's running around, AIDS and everything else. If people know how to handle themselves and act right, like God said, we went out and have none of it. You know where it comes I'll tell you. I'll tell you where it comes from. The Bible says in Romans chapter 1 that those diseases like AIDS and all these other things comes as a recompense against the sin that people do. It's the judgment of God. But people are so far away from God, we don't lost all sense to realize that anymore. Hallelujah. We're supposed to be an example to everybody else. How are we going to live? How are we going to win somebody for God? How are we going to be a witness and let our, and we talked about letting our light shine? Hallelujah. But how are we going to do that if we get out there and we're involved in the same thing as everybody else is doing? You're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself. Hallelujah. Be an example in word and conduct and love and spirit and faith and in purity. God expects you to keep yourself. And I promise you, the blessings that He will pour upon you will be unreal if you're willing to make that commitment to Him. If you're willing to make that commitment to Him. Hallelujah. Then he says, devote yourself to study. Notice what he says. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. Hallelujah. I know sometimes the young people don't like to go to school. They don't like the word education. Hallelujah. But it's something that you've got to have. You've got to have it in the world, and you've got to have it in God's house. 
Hallelujah. Amen. If you expect to grow up, amen, or even right now be able to put on a forefront, amen, and to be used by God, hallelujah, and doing something in the kingdom in the area, maybe a preaching or a teaching or whatever, I'm going to tell you what. The level of education, look, look at how technology has changed and everything else. Hallelujah. Amen. The people that you are talking to, on the street that you're trying to, even if you ain't a, a teacher or a preacher, you get out there and try to strike up a conversation, and they're going to get it. They're going to jump off in some of these atheistic things, and they're going to start speaking some of these atheistic terms and all of this stuff. Amen. That if you haven't given your time to study and to research and understand, you're going to be lost as last year's Easter egg. You're not going to how to. Rep- you, you ain't going to know how to reply to them. You ain't going to know how to talk to them. Hallelujah. That's one thing that changed my ministry, folks. Hallelujah. And I'm so thankful, thankful to God. Amen. That God, God was able to, to, to work something, amen, in my life to make, to make me understand. Amen. Man, uh, I wanted to talk to people and, and be a witness and tell people about the Lord. But, but for, for a few years, I, Education and study and all that stuff was something I didn't even think about. You know. I mean, I came up through the air and everybody had the idea, oh, just open your mouth and go to fill it. Yeah, fill with a lot of hot air. Hallelujah. There's been more damage done to Pentecost, but jokers getting up and running their mouth talking about something they didn't know what they was talking about in a man in the moon. I ain't saying it wasn't because God hadn't called them. It's because they had, just because God has called you don't mean. Listen, God called me, but He gave a list in His Word of qualifications, and it's up to me to live up to those qualifications. Even though I got a call of God on my life, I can disqualify myself. I can disqualify myself for even having a right to even step up on this platform, much less try to preach to you people. You hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. That's one reason why some churches are so dead and don't have the spirit like we got. They got people up on the platform that shouldn't be up there. God ain't going to bless every kind of thing. Like Brother Hell, Brother Hell used to talk about, praise God, we need to have wholeness, not a whole mess. Hallelujah. I can't do it like he did, but hallelujah. I'm not quite as long-legged and long-headed as he was. Hallelujah. Bless God, we got, we got a whole mess ready to hold this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Devote yourself to study. Hallelujah. Everybody ought to, ought to have a desire. Whatever you do in the kingdom of God, you say, I want to improve myself for God. Because what I'm doing is for God. It's not doing for man. I'm not doing this to please man. I'm doing this to please God. Hallelujah. He said, then he said, use your gift or gifts for God. He said, do not neglect the gift that's within you. Hallelujah. You know what? There's a whole lot of people sitting out in this auditorium here tonight. It's got gifts that God has given them, but you neglect them. You don't use them. You don't cultivate them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
you've got to cultivate the gift or gifts that God gives you. And if you don't use those gifts for God, he will sooner or later take them away and place them in somebody's hand that will use them. Then he says, keep your mind focused on all these, these things I'm talking about. He said, uh, uh, he says, verse 15, meditate on these things, or all the things he just got through mentioning. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them. Think about it. Meditate. Focus on it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There, some of us knows what it is when you want to, to learn in your profession, you know. I mean, you want you want to do good. I mean, whatever your profession is, Amen. I mean, a bit um, you know, a automobile technician. Hey, you you've 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 got to devote yourself. You don't never quit learning when you're an automobile technician. Hallelujah. The year was 1997 when I sold my big Snap-on toolbox, and I got out of doing that for a living. 1997. Do you think, you think I could go out here and do a whole lot with these 2,000-something models now with all that? No, ain't no way. I wouldn't even attempt it. Wouldn't even attempt it. Because, man, there's been a whole lot of changes from 1997 was the last brand-new car that I worked on. Hallelujah. Amen. You've got, to, you've got to continue to devote yourself in whatever field or profession that you're in. It's the same way with the kingdom of God. It should be the same way with the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And then finally, and I told you I wasn't going to hold you long, constantly inspect yourself and the doctrine that you teach or that you believe. He said, take heed to yourself and to the doctrine. That means to watch yourself, inspect yourself. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus said, if you judge yourself, then you would never be brought to judgment. Hallelujah. God, I try. I try to keep myself, honestly, under the spotlight all the time. And I pray, God, where am I failing at? Where, where can I improve at? Hallelujah, God, I want, I want to serve you more. I want, I, I, I want, I want to uh, do more for you today than I did yesterday. I try to scrutinize my own self and my own life. Maybe, that, maybe I got that from my mother. I don't know, but I can remember just 14 year old, years old when I first started preaching. And, uh, and, and she told me, she said, always remember uh, Sammy Pruitt Jr. says, when you're up there preaching to somebody and pointing your finger like that, you got three of them pointing back at yourself. I thought a lot about that. I thought a lot about that. We need to constantly inspect our own self. Watch us. And to the doctrine. To the, doctrine means simply teaching. Uh, in other words, always make sure that you're in the right. You know, I'm, and I'm going to tell you something right now. I said this a long time ago, and I'll still say it. If anybody can ever take the Word of God, Genesis to Revelation, and show me one place where anybody was ever baptized in any other way than in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, then I, that I would say that I, I, I'm wrong and that I would, I would baptize you any way you want to be baptized. But you know what? Nobody's been able to do that yet, and I don't think they're going to do that. 
because I've read that book through more than one time. I know what it says. There ain't a whole lot about a lot of things in life that I know about. I mean, people may sit down and they can watch sports and they, they and all this and, they, and all that stuff. Because I, I spent most of my life, my younger years, I mean, you know, it was in the Word, in the Word. Hallelujah. And I'm thankful to God, hallelujah, that the Word is a part of me. It's down in me. Hallelujah, man. I could, um, I could be driving down the car, in my car on, on the road and have a, have the a radio on. I mean, all I got to do is just hear somebody on, on the radio, on TV. They, they get one word out of place. So I look over and say, darling, I said, man, this is. I said, that ain't, that, is, that ain't right. That ain't how it is. Hallelujah. And I, I, don't, I, don't, I give God the glory for that. I give God the praise for that. And young people, you can do that too. I've been, what I've been talking about tonight is overcoming the obstacles of youth. Because there's a lot of obstacles out there. A lot of ways the devil can trip you up. But I'm going to tell you something, young people. God is doing a great thing. He's doing a quick thing. Church is not going to be around as long as it has been. The rapture's fixing to take place. But you know what? I'm looking at myself already, and I'm realizing, thinking, you know, it's not going to be that much longer that Sammy will be stepping down, and I will be, I will be laying my hands on somebody else to pour the anointing into their life for them to carry on. Hallelujah. And it's time for all those who want to do something for God to get real with your life. You can do it. You go to youth camp once a year and man get all excited and tore all the pieces for a few days. Keep that fire burning. Don't let it die out in a month or a day. Keep it going. Keep it going. Let God use you. Hallelujah. Let God use you. God still needs some good preachers. Hallelujah. God still needs some good Bible teachers. He still needs some workers in the kingdom of God to step in. Hallelujah. I think I've done enough in my years to let to show anybody that when I see a calling on somebody's life and I see God has placed something, this pastor is going to open up some kind of door in a way for you to be able to work in and use it. I don't believe I don't believe the young people is the church of tomorrow. I believe that the church of today. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's stand together. Hallelujah.